Welcome back, Marys, for another episode of Nuance. Oh, is that the Nuance? It's the Nuance. Which I think is it's pronounced Nuance. Oh, I don't think that's the correct Nuance <laughs> for Nuance. Um, no, I think it's... Lena uh, Dunham mentions Nuance. I know. I took that note. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. All right, Mary. All I right, see Mary. it too. All right, Lena. All right, Lena. <laughs> All right, Lena. Um, and of course, you know what Nuance is. You know, it's the All Right, Mary After Show. Yeah. This is where we typically, when we run long, this is where we cover Untucked, and then we recover kind of like the other stuff. The yeah. Sort of... Uh, things we want to talk about, things that are outside of Drag Race. Things that we need to say. Yeah, we got something to say. And I got something to say. Yeah. You know, uh, I guess we should start with Untucked. Sure. I don't have a ton of notes. We've talked about a lot of them. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I wanted to just clock. Mm-hmm, Kasha. Um, as a comedian, if you steal somebody else's joke, you should always give credit where credit is due. Yeah, we've seen that. No, never mind. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Seen that be an issue? It's a big, big, big. <laughs> That's problem. a big, big issue. They've got to be. <laughs> um, so uh, no, so Cracker, uh, when she's outside, she's talking to Cameron, and she's just like, "Man, I feel like it's one of those moments, you know, oh. when when you run into the elevator and like." You're running and you see the person that sees you, but they don't try to open the elevator for you, and then you make it. Mm-hmm. And then when you get in, you're like, "I didn't. You didn't think I'd make it, did you?" Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did. That is lifted verbatim from Ellen's first stand-up show. Wow. Um, on HBO. I'm seeing a running theme. What is it? Well. A running. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just because. Here's a running theme. Yeah, there's a running theme. No, I don't have one. I just mean that she, her, her, her good Miss Cracker look, she did not make. Oh. She lifted. Though she didn't lift it, but she had it. I'm not trying to accuse Cracker of lying. Oh, I think that, uh, yeah. But I'm I sure think, if I said, hey, is that an Ellen joke? She'd be like, yeah. Right. I think, it, <laughs> but when you compare it to the, like, the I will sell this house today, there's that slight right. nuance of when you know someone's quoting. Yes. They're like putting on a slight voice. Yeah. Unfortunately, Cracker is always putting on a slight voice. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this was. Uh, the well I did is exactly Ellen. Right. Well wow. I did. That's her Ellen. Yes, well, that's, that's, my her Ellen. Ellen. That's, that's my Ellen. That's my Ellen. Ellen. That's her Ellen. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I... 13 your girl. <laughs> drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's Woody, Woody Allen. That's my Valerie Cherish. Woody, Woody, Woody Allen. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> One of my best impressions that I do, sorry, Meredith, do a little tangent, but uh, you hate it, but it's Jimmy Fallon doing Robert De Niro in Meet the Parents. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like, I hate it, love it. Like, it's so just... It, yeah, yeah. You're gonna meet me <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna meet the parents there's a face there's, <laughs> there's definitely a face. a face that goes with I'm it i'm the worst <laughs> yeah it's, maybe you could do a little like instagram video of oh yeah yeah for, or, or like a bounce yeah yeah, yeah. yeah what, however it works yeah. yeah yeah um yes uh other than that um i didn't have much else for untucked so uh, my notes, lena, lena dunham she comes in yeah laura dunham um <laughs> the impression i got a Cameron was like, do not have the time today. Yeah. Oh, not on today. Not on today. Exactly was what it was. (laughs) And I also got the sense that Aquaria thinks nothing of Lena Tonham. Oh, really? Just from the interactions. I can be wrong, but like she just seemed to be like. She didn't know who she was, Mary. She didn't know who she was? I probably think she didn't know who she was. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I guess I would have assumed she knew and felt like, oh, this, this is not. This isn't my cup of soup. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, I'm looking for a richer chowder than this. You know, sure. What I mean? Or like, okay, you're you're taking on something that isn't yours. Yeah, there's something. I just felt like Aquaria was like, I'm not buying it, Gia. Oh, you know, yeah, but I'm yeah. gonna be nice. Well, and she also had that. I mean, I don't know if it was the editors that made it seem super shady, but it reminded me of that moment where the the popular girl walks into the party 
And you know, you say something to her, and she's just like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's all right." And then like bolts away from you, right? And right. so she had that moment with Asia, where she's like, "Oh yeah, we, we're we're twins. We're gonna be sisters." And then like bolts over, mm-hmm. and they the camera zooms in on Asia. Oh, I should watch that again. It's um, like I'm like, <laughs> that's like when somebody <laughs> says like, "Oh my god, that's so hilarious," and right, you know right, they're right. not even listening. So invoking, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I got a little bit of that vibe of like, "Oh my god," so. Give me tips. Help me be my fairy godmother. I thought it was kind of really cute. How I mean, she I like, was like, I think I found my happy place, which is backstage at RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm like, that that would be a cool little like gig. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. To like maybe oh to be like the untucked bar uh, bartender. Bartender. You know yeah. I mean? They had that. I know. They, oh, they did. The yeah, first they did. episode of season two. Yeah, but they, you know they hired a pretty person. Right. Who didn't have a voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, really, like this. This happened on the Golden Girls. They had to get rid of Coco. Oh. He was the gay houseboy in the first episode. Right. These things happen. Um, and then I do love then the queens become bartenders on Watch What Happens Live. Oh yeah. So we see it there. Yeah, that's cute. Um, yeah. No, I just I uh, I'm not trying to read. Lena Dunham for Lena like Dunham. Lena Dunham for dancing with her pocketbook at the club, you know, so to speak. <laughs> that's what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like that's a very that's a deep cut gay thing, right? That most probably gay men know about. Yeah, and I feel mean, but it, I'm also uh, because there because certainly you know gay spaces are open to all, but there right. are there are queer spaces, and there's that part of it. It's like, oh Jesus Christ, get comfortable. Like, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, we're not gonna we're not gonna take your purse. Right. It's called well, coach. Maybe, maybe they will. It's called yeah, coach. Check. Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go, yeah, um, exactly. yeah. I don't know. I just it, it's one of those things. Um, did I have any other things about? Oh, I guess what I was gonna say is that she was kind of queening out on. Eureka's look she's like you you made this oh yeah she loved it blowing my mind yeah meanwhile on the judges panel she's like was it the most amazing look no well and she's (laughs) queening out over Eureka's look and then meanwhile like Asia's sitting behind her I know made and made this like intricate black gown yeah totally it's like here's like what makes you think Lena Dunham knows anything about fashion (laughs) right right yeah Lena's over here it's like here's here is uh, Asia the the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel and she's like but look at this mural these fourth graders did (laughs) Not not completely, but in a way of just. I like, see what you're saying. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, this is also amazing, right? I hear your best friend saying. over here. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that you know she came off as genuine and adorable. She was not. And as so in... I was kind of happy she was there. I'm like, okay, again, like we like a good excited guest. Mm-hmm. It was so. like Frankie Grande. She was oh. less annoying than I was. Than I was going and planning to right, for right, you right, know right, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, I think those are. I guess other than that, I I just kind of took away. Um, the sort of Aquaria Cracker Monet bond that Cracker was kind of sure, talking about. Of the New York I love that idea of like Aquaria take the crown home Monet yeah. having Sundays. Like, right, right. Coming, see like, on Sunday. See, yeah, yeah. And so I just thought that was, it was like, yeah, see you for Sundays or something like that. Because they have their show on Sunday nights. Oh, I thought you were talking about ice cream. Well, maybe that too. No shame in that. Yeah, right. Sundays are great. Sundays are great. Yeah. Um, and so I just love that. There's something about that. About like Asia being this like very sort of community minded queen. Mm-hmm. I just like when I see them be sisters. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, so what do you think of this top four, Mary? We have Cameron, we have uh Asia, Eureka, and Aquaria. I mean, for me Cameron's the only one that doesn't start with a vowel. So there so, you go. Done. Yeah, done. <laughs> um Yeah, I uh I think for me it's Asia or Aquaria, and I'm excited about both. I'm I think I would cheer a little louder if Asia won. Okay. But I would be fully happy for Aquaria. I don't think she's going to give the crown to Aquaria. I don't either. I think it's like another New York queen. I think it's going to be Eureka or Asia. 
I really want it to be Asia. I just think she. I mean, when you think about like all the queens and like the types of winners, Asia is a really cool example. She's great. And she's another bald queen, Mary. She's another bald Isn't queen. That amazing. Yeah, she's a bald queen occasionally. You know, once is enough for me. Right. Um, we haven't had a real like. We haven't had a black pageant queen since P- this BB. You okay. know, maybe right. Tyra, but I'm thinking yeah. of like Coco. But she didn't win. Think, yeah, winners. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm talking about winners Winners, here. Mary. Yeah, I'm talking about people who actually won this <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, but uh, I feel like there's also something about, and she says this in her narration of her, like, good Asia, uh, that she's a she's like a pageant queen who's community-minded. Right. And I just, there's something about that in a time of the social media comment, you know, massacre of just, you yeah. know, all of the online hate. Yeah, and you know, I, I hate to harp on this. Um, I don't know how I feel about crowning Eureka after the stunt she pulled with the Vixen. Because it was a stunt. Oh, the sort of like provoking moment. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, I don't know if that was really great. Yeah. And I, for me, that kind of tarnishes things. Maybe I need her to kind of... I don't know what I need from her. I don't, you know, I don't need anything from her. She's, she's a a brilliant artist, uh, you know, but like, uh, yeah, there's Mm -hmm. something there that I'm kind of like, Oh, I don't know if I trust all that. I wonder if there's people who would say the same thing about Asia for what she said on the runway about Miss Cracker's oh, not there a star. You go. That's you know? true. That's um, very true. Because you know, I, I and you know, Bob was you know, she, Bob said shady things to Derek. Okay, mm-hmm. and I I kind of understood what Cracker was saying to Cameron of like you know she didn't have to go that far. I of like she didn't have to say she's not a star. Right. She could have just been like I just don't see it for Cameron or yeah. for for Cracker. You yeah. know. Um. So I feel like yeah, probably a lot of people saw that as like oh well you know she didn't have to be so mean. Um. But it's, I don't know. Then you think, well, then there's Tyra. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're right. Violet Chachki. She said she hated Michelle Visage. Oh, that's right. You know? Hey, Michelle Visage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like, you they're know, great sound bites, though. They're great sound bites. Yeah. Totally. You're, a cracker is not a star. That's a sound bite. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and a truth. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I said, and a truth. <laughs> and a truth. Yeah. Um, the Derek Barry Bob, like ratchet drag versus mm-hmm. like real drag. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> good I, drag. I, I can teach you how to do re- good, good drag. drag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's, I don't know, I, in terms of Eureka, you know, I think we got a... Touch of a lore laughing in Alexis Michelle's face. Sure, right? <laughs> Shady as yeah. hell. But we got an email from uh, Sister Mary Miss Viola. Yes. Um, who sent us a video e- message. That's right. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Love it. I'm like hearing from Mary. So Mary's, if you ever, you know, use your discretion, if you ever want to send us a video message instead of an email. Please use discretion. They will. There are Mary's. Okay, yeah. I don't want I don't want to be bombarded with like oh, uh, anything the, inappropriate. This is no we've this is this is a primo community. They know what they're doing. Okay. Good. I I don't worry about it. I'm like, oh the Mary's they yeah, get Mary. it. All they right, get Mary. it. Um but yeah it was just kind of fun. It was a fun way to like hear from people. But you yeah. know what it's I really different way to read an email. Totally yeah. yeah. And it was like and then like hearing someone say all right Mary I'm like oh my God you're saying it. Yes. Oh that's so crazy. Uh but you know he was a it was a great message that he sent and one of the things that stood out to me that changed my mind on Eureka like 11th hour maybe not changed it but gave me another perspective mm-hmm. there's this school is fuck kind of you know getting all the assignments right you know to really extend that school is fuck thing even that outfit it was like everything about Eureka school girl right was so school is fuck and I've been kind of responding it's like oh this is so artificial I don't I'm just not connecting with this it's so put on <coughs> and what what uh, Miss Miss Viola slash Frank had said was without kind of getting into personal stories was just like identifying what Eureka was doing. Yep. That Eureka was like, okay, me alone, me as just this bigger person, whatever, is not 
good enough, not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'll be funny. Right. People will like that. Yeah. People will accept that. That happens all the time. So you, you're always having to put something on and right. maintain it. Right. And so it's going to read, because it's not you, as artificial. Yeah. And I... I I, for, I guess I forgave it a little bit. I understood I what, what I was I hearing. Like, yes, Eureka is being school as fuck and she's self-producing, but I can be compassionate for the reasons. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I yeah. mean, I, I feel like when you are uh, a bigger queen or a bigger person, yeah, you, you will find ways to distract people or yeah. beat them to the punch, right? Right. That's a comedian's whole gig mm-hmm. is self-deprecating humor. Right. Or just humor in general, mm-hmm. because everything underneath is decaying. Right. Like I'm going to point out all the things that either you're seeing and you don't want to talk about, you don't want to mention, or the things you're seeing on me that yeah. you think I don't see. Right. Um, you know, I I, I understand. I, I just I understand what, what's going on for Eureka. Sure. I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know what more I need from her. When she's not being like that and she's just being herself and she's she's not mad at those little little baby red grape tomatoes, mm-hmm. then I'm really charmed and you get glimpses of it. I mean, I love her interactions with Monet. Same. I, mm-hmm. I also love her little friendship with Cameron. I think it's adorable. And then I went on for 20 minutes about why I didn't like it and last unto- yes. less nuanced. Yes, I remember. So we know my feelings. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, I... Th- I, I I think it's okay to to see the show mm-hmm. and then also see the queens in the show. And I feel like I love all the queens in the show. I'm, I, and I'm going to speak about that. We can maybe even segue into that. But like when I see the queens in the show, I'm so excited. And then I see the show and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm looking at this in a different way. You mean like you like the queens who are on the show, but then when you see them in the competition, you feel differently? I like them. Mm-hmm. I like them all. Yeah. I love them all. And then in the show, I'm like, okay, there are new rules for me to look at these queens. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from a reality and performance standpoint. Mm-hmm. I'm also looking at it in uh, what are you presenting to me right now? Right. I hear you. It's like... Because I know that it's not all real. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, this is kind of precluding coming from that place of like, oh my God, I hate that queen. It's right. Like, oh, that's like not necessary. Yeah. It's you don't like, hate her. You don't hate her. Like, let's think her. about it. Let's yeah. take her out of the show and who did she send home and right. what look did she put on that you didn't like? Exactly. Well, who, what do you hate? Yeah. 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 Everybody say love. Everybody say Cracker's message on Twitter was fabulous, right? It's like, why would you spew hate while sending love to somebody else? Like, yeah. It's, I mean, like... That is so boggle. Right. How do you think sending hate to someone boggling? I don't know. Um, (laughs) How do you think sending hate makes me feel better? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Um, Just to kind of segue into some uh, a different bigger conversation, if that's all right. Bring it on. Um, I I just wanted to to recognize how badass it is that these drag race girls are now over a hundred of them are all basically becoming small businesses, mm-hmm. left and right. Yeah. They're producers, they're directors, they're movie stars, they're singers, they're comedy acts, they're dance competition reality stars, they're American Idol contestants, not necessarily drag race girls, but drag queens. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that these queer people, m- many of them of color, have businesses now are making money Mm -hmm. uh, is so astounding and so spectacular. What a time to kind of be alive and and to witness the growth of this because, because of this kind of untapped media, which was like a queer audience. Right. um, 
I feel like it was untapped because it wasn't global yet. And mm-hmm. we needed something to become global. Now we have um, these queer businesses starting on Drag Race because Drag Race became global. Yeah. And we have uh, this minority community that has now bonded over these celebrities. I mean, mm-hmm. these are celebrities. Yeah. Maybe not in Nebraska, maybe not even in the United States, but on the global scale, mm-hmm. there are hundreds of thousands of people that follow them, that love them, that quote them, that take pictures of them, that will go to see them, that pay to buy their merch. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is very different. I just think I just think it's so nuts that these drag race girls are global. Yeah. Yeah, and and just to to add the note to our Nebraskan Marys, we know you're out there waving a hanky. Oh, oh no! But you know, a lot of your neighbors have no idea yes, what this yes. is. Yes, no, no. My my good friend is from Omaha, and mm-hmm. and he has attested there are two really great clubs. There's one that you start at, and then the next one is like the dance club that you end at. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's small. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's, it's small. And it's I don't. Only, I don't. I definitely don't mean to. to no, yes. I know. I know what you mean. It's like it's not like this widespread thing that sure. everybody has a sense of. I just think this is fucking progress. I yeah. just think sh- things are shifting, mm-hmm. and to see queer, especially queer people of color, small business owners, yeah, making money, making capital, yeah. being able to eventually buy property. That the op- that the opportunity is available, and granted, not to. I mean, I'm being so Debbie Downer, but just recognizing like how many queens, like any like any other kind of economic situation, how many queens, how many people aren't able to reach that opportunity. But the fact that it exists at all, the right. fact that like it is possible, but the fact that the door isn't locked, yep. and we're seeing examples of it. Like, yes, it's not everyone's going to have that option. Most people won't, but to have the option in existence is yeah. a big deal. It's, Espe- it's hope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's, uh, that just, that's where things are today. And obviously progress isn't linear, but it's great to think that in the grand sort of fabric of time, that this is kind of laying a foundation for more open doors, oh, for yeah. more opportunities. Oh, completely. Because I think there's also the element of like, I love when I see a drag race girl who's building a career that isn't just, isn't just performing Queens who've moved into wig lines and kind of doing like drag, drag supportive stuff. You know what I mean? Like right. things that kind of, uh, the Queens who've recognized that this is, they're essentially the, the, the people selling the shovels for the gold rush. Sure. They've recognized that this is a business right now yeah. and they could either, you know, hoof it like crazy six nights a week in clubs, you know, or like, what else what else can you do what else can you get people to pay you for yeah you know can you design can you make looks you know can you can you make wigs what yeah. can you do yeah exactly yeah. Can, yeah. You, can you create an album yeah and yeah. sell it there is yeah. a market people want that but it's right. like what can you do um it, it's an interesting time where i don't i totally think of this what you're saying of like it being these kind of small businesses these entrepreneurial efforts i think we're in a window where i like do you think this is going to end or grow I think it's not that it's going to grow. It's that I'm talking about um, a a paradigm shift that queer people can own businesses, Mm -hmm. that queer people of color can own businesses, that they can start something new, that they can create something that's theirs that people pay for, Mm -hmm. that um, that it's not that there isn't a gate. Right. And I, yeah. and so sure, drag race girls as businesses, it's going to get oversaturated. Something's going to pop. But that market will still always be there. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Gay right? clubs are saved 
and I'm, I'm, I'm saying it right now, and, and people can certainly argue with me, but gay clubs are saved because of so many drag performances that come through. Mm -hmm. There's so many gay bars that normally would have closed throughout that recession, post-recession, 2009 mm -hmm. plus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once Grinder and, and Scruff took over. But because we created another reason to come out and hang out together and talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we the the reason we're out drinking again. The, you know, drag's always been happening, but now it's like it's so much bigger. It's so much more of a more of a draw to go out. You know, I feel like in the past people took it for granted. Yeah, it's like oh right. yeah, there's some queen performing. Yeah, and people didn't think much of it. Right, and now it's you know now it's the celebrated thing to go see and do, and there's a there's a celebrity factor to it. Yeah, um, yeah, certainly. I mean, gay bars had been dying i mean there wasn't a reason to go yeah chelsea we've talked about chelsea yeah. mm -hmm. just completely dying right and i really think like barracuda uh clubs like uh, maybe not gym bar but mm -hmm. uh, barracuda i feel like barracuda is only alive because of of the drag queens that have gone through there yeah i think how they have all that space in the back you yeah. know um yeah it's uh it's an interesting time i'm i'm curious to see or i'm excited i should say i'm excited to see when queens do something different. Yes. Oh, always. I mean, always. God bless them with their albums and the merch and all that stuff. Sure. But it's like the problem with that is so many other people did that. Yep. So even if you're a good What's singer, new? Yeah. you're going to get people are not going to kind of give it a moment of consideration. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, another drag race queen with an album. Right. So, I mean, when you think about a queen like, I don't know, uh, someone who's doing something different. I mean, I would say obviously Bianca is kind of the gold standard sure. of a queen who did something making different. Making movies. Mm -hmm, making movies. I think Bob has done different things. <clears throat> I think Sasha, I'm just talking about winners, but yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Trixie Mattel. I mean, granted, certainly. it's music, but like, it's this different. is a different type of music. Mm -hmm, right? Exactly. It's a different audience. Yeah. And I just think that that's really key is as it becomes oversaturated, then you have to differentiate. Yeah. You know? I mean, Jinx Monsoon did uh, the Vaudevillians. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That was different? Yeah. We weren't expecting that. No, and was hugely successful. She, yeah. She couldn't stop touring with that thing if she wanted to. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole channel now uh, through World of Wonder mm -hmm. that's global yeah. that is just pushing out these... These entrepreneurs and these faces, yeah, that we didn't see before. No, I mean, people read Wow Presents Plus because they're like, "Why? Why am I going to pay for this content? Whatever, it's five bucks a month. Right. Like you, you spend that without even thinking about it, right? And quality aside, I think a lot of it is good quality. Quality aside, it's just like look at all of this queer content, I know. and every we it, have to support it. So many variations on types of people, yeah, in every way. Yes. This yeah. is not just queer as folk, right? Oh. Thank God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it just, I don't know. You know, and it makes me, it makes me upset whenever I see our community at odds with each other. Mm -hmm. So, and, and tying this back into Miss Cracker's statement about spewing hate while you're spewing love. I just feel like we, there's so many of us that want to own queer identity, mm -hmm. right? That we want to say what it should be and what it what it is and what it isn't, mm -hmm. right? And so, obviously, racism and misogyny and transphobia, all of that comes in right. to what you think queer identity should and should not be because it's affected by so many other factors. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and so when somebody isn't acting the way that you want queer identity to be, you read them, you drag them, mm -hmm. you humiliate them, and you, we try to fix it, right? Right. 
And and for me, that's not progress, mm-hmm. right? Because progress is pushing forward. And I think what's so beautiful about the queer identity is that it is consistently evolving, mm-hmm. that it is consistently changing because not only is it different for every single person, but as a whole, as a queer identity in, in capital Q, yeah. it is one that is everything that's different, mm-hmm. everything that is sub normal subversive mm-hmm. that we should be celebrating and and fostering yeah yeah and i think that the structure is sort of you know built from cartilage instead of bone you know what i mean like there's this flexibility and this malleability to it yeah we're always evolving <clears throat> yeah yeah and, and and adjusting and making room and all that and i think that um i mean you know you could go down the line of how conversations like to your point of like how queer identity should be represented it then stems to like you know what you're supposed to be as a drag queen. You right, know what it means right, to drag. Right. Questions Ru- like that. RuPaul's uh, Glamazonian drag is only one way to do it. It's right? yeah, it's one thing. So it's like anytime. It's interesting. Anytime you get into that thing of like what it means to be queer, what it means to be a drag queen, it's kind of like no. The whole thesis is kind of getting away from that. Yeah. The problem we all came up against was the supposed to. Right. That we weren't right. You know? Supposed to is common sense, mm-hmm. and common sense is very dangerous. Yeah, and supposed to is a myth. Yes, supposed to equals is. Yep. Um, there's this great book called Loving What Is, um, and it's uh, by Byron Katie. And there's this whole like he calls it like the the work. It's this like process of work. <clears throat> yeah, the work. I think it's like when you're confronted with some. This is the we should have brought this up in the main episode when you're confronted with some kind of inner saboteur thought. It's this line of questioning. Sure, and it's like. I think it's whatever the thought is, is it true? How do you know that it's true? What would it mean to you if this weren't true? And then how can you like turn it around? So it's like everybody thinks I'm a loser. It's, I true? think I'm a loser. Right. That's the turnaround at the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And it's like a. It's like a. What is the a syllogism or something? Sure. Yeah. I. I think so. Yeah. It's. Uh. It's basically kind of you. You rearrange the thought. To what's accurate yeah you know um like everybody's judging me i'm judging everybody right i'm judging me yes and when we say well this is what's supposed to happen supposed to doesn't exist anything that that happens is what's supposed to happen mm-hmm. you know uh once you start to saying start saying something else should have happened then you're fucked yeah you're fucked yeah because it's never happen. gonna happen yeah it's yeah, yeah. So uh, I highly recommend that book. What's it called? Uh, Loving What Is. Loving What Is. Uh, right. And what was the one by Marianne Williamson? That's A Return to Love. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, those two are both. Everybody say love. Everybody say love. Uh, yeah, I think we that... will put these in uh, the the Merry Monthly. Yeah, uh, yeah, for our Matron subscribers. Yeah, those two books will uh, be very helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, thanks for going down that little celebration with sure. me. I just think it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh no, totally. I mean, uh, all Drag of Race is. Thailand. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm also in that like, kind of mode of like. People are waking up. Things are mm-hmm. starting to shift. Obviously, there's still violence going on, and there's still so much work to be done. But mm-hmm. like, this is happening. Yeah. Well, it's that whole. What is it? There's some book or some some guy who had determined that like, as awful as things are in the world right now, statistically, things have never been better. Right. I hear you. And it's like, it's, it's a hard. It's a hard phrase to hear. It really when you're is. Suffering. But yeah. I think it's um, I think it's an important perspective yeah. of like, okay, because you could move forward from. A positive energy or a or negative fear, energy. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I hear you. Um, so I wanted to just mention before we, because I know we have some bigger topics, and I want to just uh, mention a couple small ones. So I just want to say a quick thank you to 
Sister Mary Blake and all of our Australian <gasps> Marys. Yes. Oh, Blake. Who sent Blake sent screenshots of all of the Australian iTunes reviews. Yeah. And they were all so sweet and so kind. And I was just like, "Thanks, mate. Good on you, mate." <laughs> uh, yeah. I was. I was just. I was. Uh, I was gooped. Also gagged. Oh, there um, you were. Yeah. Yeah. So. But not in the Aquaria eating uh, mini challenge. Way. No, not yes. in the least. No, this was a this was a positive situation. <laughs> I was having a golden gay time, and our Australian Marys know what that is. Oh. It's like an ice cream bar, but oh. it's called. A golden gate time. Golden gate yeah. Time. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so thank you. That just meant a lot. It oh, was yeah. like this super sweet. It was like this. It's something that I will go to to read when I, you know, I did that with the UK ones. Mm-hmm. I was oh like, yeah. When I was like, what kind of day am I gonna have today? And then I just opened up my email and I read mm-hmm. those, and I'm like, we have a great day today. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> flood of love. It's like it's like a. It's a needle of love. It's intravenous. You know, I. it's so interesting, Colin, because I, not that I doubt, you know, the work that we do on this podcast mm-hmm. and what we're doing, but like, we are just like, we're just talking about the show that we love. And the reason we started this podcast was A, for our personal reasons, but also because mm-hmm. we wanted like these conversations to be had. Yeah. And like... People are getting it and it yeah. feels good. And oh. I'm just like, okay, good. Yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, I, there are so many times I've gotten emails from Mary's or get stuff on Twitter and I'm like, oh my God, I love these people. Yeah. Like, oh, they yeah. get it. They're yeah. so, like, they're so funny. Like, it's just, it's so, like, brilliant. I just, it's, and I think it's like, and we're not tooting our own horns here, but I, I, I think when you compare it to this challenge, right? Like, we didn't. We didn't start this with the intention of we're going to be, we're going right. to take this intellectual, you know, or, or, or whatever we think we're doing. We're going to, we're going to do that. I like, don't think was, we even really knew what we were no, doing. No, we were like, yeah. do you want to just do it like a drag race yeah, podcast? Let's, let's talk about that. Let's just talk yeah. about it. And then yeah. it just was like whatever we would naturally do. Right. And I think that's the key. I think about that with other creative projects. Yeah. Is like, like I think about how so much of what I wanted to do when I was doing health coaching I've accomplished with All Right Mary. Oh. Like the most important things to me was like creating a sense of connection and community and people being heard and like not being alone in the world and kindness and and like love. Yeah, and like just kind of like going from that place and being that energy. Yeah. It just felt important right. and coaching seemed like the right way to do that, the most direct way, but I didn't want to do that. Right. I didn't want to do all the marketing to get clients Ugh. or even be a, be even being a coach. I'm like I don't want to tell you what to eat. That's what's been a blessing about this podcast. Is we don't have to do any marketing. No, we, we don't did have to not. sell ourselves at all. It was no. just kind of like, all right, well, we're going to do this for ourselves. Yeah. Join in, Mary. Right. And then it just <laughs> did. And so it's like the, the lesson that I learned from that comparing to this is like, just do the things that are you and yeah. feel good. And like that kind of becomes a really clear path for all the good stuff to come through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're peeing clear. It's peeing clear. We're yeah. just peeing clear here. We're peeing clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mary, thank you for peeing indulging ever us. Clear, Mary. Yeah, hey, <laughs> that's fine too. Or you might want to see a doctor. Um, but yes, thank you for indulging us. Will we, um, do you want to talk about boys in the band? Yes. I think the only thing I wanted to mention, we don't have to, maybe we can dive it. We can save this for next week, but I wanted to just say that I, I just want to mention it to mention it. But, um, and maybe we've even covered it, but St- Sister Mary Stephen had kind of oh. posed with Miss Cracker. Yes. She kind of projected from the beginning of the season, salty, crazy, and stupid. Right. Like these were the three qualities to name, to, to qualify a Cracker. Mm, stupid? That She said it. She did. She said, some, there's some quote where it's like, um, wanting to kind of show how stupid. Like maybe it was when, during that like mini challenge runway Oh, I think okay, she, right. she was like, show the Talk Cracker family that we're stupid. Something, yeah. like, some, 
something like that. Um, and so the question was kind of posed of like, how much did we really see salty, crazy, or stupid? Right. I didn't see stupid at all. I felt like she was an intellectual queen. Yeah, it was absolutely. in her head. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Qualify crazy. Yeah, that's very subjective. Yeah. What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, and then salty, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Have you read some of these interviews post show, like the Huffington Post yes. and Entertainment Weekly? Yes. She's. She's not happy. She's not happy. Yeah. It, it's very confrontational. Right. Can I just say, like, I don't know if I'd want to, like, not that we have the opportunity, but like, I don't know if I'd be able to interview her. Oh, really? I'd have a really hard time getting I, through it. I'd feel like. It feel like I was always like gonna misstep, and and she'd be like, "Well, no, well, what, what, that that's not even." And you know what I mean? There, there's a defensiveness. I guess oh. is what I'm saying. Well, I feel like when you're when you're when you're wronged, right? If we're talking about the inner saboteur, yeah, like the first thing to do is to lash out, yeah, instead of in. I just see a lot of like, there's just this energy of like, mm, I'd love to talk to Cracker in like six months. Okay, I don't want to talk to her right now. All right, love you, girl, but I think, um. There's a lot of things to work through. Apparently, after she saw the her elimination, she like went to her hotel room and scream cried yes, for an hour. Right. So I kind of want to let her get through that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No. I, you know what I mean? I, I feel like every drag race girl actually probably should have the opportunity for six months mm -hmm. to like go somewhere very relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. You right. Know? Or at least after it airs, or you know what I mean. You think one of these sponsors could, uh, you know, maybe the the grand they 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 could pitch in and, and get a few other queens uh, a a weekend away in Fort Lauderdale. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. We're hearing too many queens that are not being helped. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is like when I think we mentioned this in the main episode, like child actors. Yeah, oh yeah, they all go right. fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, they'll they'll break. Yeah, they'll, they'll listen to some other voice. Right, because yeah. they're just they're thrown into a crazy life. Right, and too soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with no support, I guess you'd say not too soon, but with no support. Right, with with no support, and, and, and who knows what's going on in Cracker's personal life? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, her mother. Yeah, is, exactly. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I don't know. She's still performing. She's still doing gigs. She's, I mean, she's touring. She's tons. doing it. She's like one of the highest touring queens. Yeah. You know, she, I mean, she, I hope, I hope she sees the positive. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she's gotten tons of like fan love and yeah. fan feedback, and she's done the the Katya thing of doing a review with a Jew. Right. You know, I, I Cracker's gonna be fine. I'm not worried about her. Right. Um, I just feel like that. That kind of like emotional, all like the cracker story, the not showing it and all of that. I, um, it's like, uh, I don't, I don't know. If really, Cracker emailed us and said, Hey, I want to come on your podcast, even though you talk shit about me on Nuance, yeah, I'd be like, Yeah, sure, come on. Yeah, Colin's going to skip it. No, I wouldn't. I just, um, <laughs> not. I don't like people who feel like emotional Rubik's Cubes. Oh, I I'm see. not looking to solve you. Okay. I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I don't play that. Well, if we're just talking about talking to her about, you no, know, I, but I know, but the weather, I know, but who knows? Who I hear knows? You, Mary. you know what I, I mean? Hear you, Mary. Uh, um, boys in the band, boys in the band. Speaking of uh, emotional Mary's Rubik's cubes, Rubik's cubes yeah. yeah. So, uh, highly recommend this play if you live in New York or if you're visiting New York. Mm -hmm. Um, find the tickets. Uh, find some way to pay. Yeah. Um, this is a. It's a great production. It's. It was, I don't understand the New York Times review. Oh, skip it. Skip the New York Times review. Mm -hmm. it, it's the only review. And I, I feel like because of that review, 
uh, it made me think of the author writing it. And I'm like, this brought up too much shit for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you knew how to deal with it. He even like referenced his childhood in the article. I'm like, you're reviewing. Yeah. Like, why am I hearing about you right now? Right. So yeah. clearly you have a problem. Yeah. I'm not looking to hear about the Ben Brantley in the band or yeah, whatever it is. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's his name. Um, <laughs> and then did you see the link in that to the, yes. the original yes. review? I, the original review is um, interesting. It's of a time. Yes. Yep. It, but it's. It's it's kind of like how my mom reviewed it. Mm-hmm. Sure, you sure know what I mean? mean. But it's like I I love seeing that kind of cracking open. That mm-hmm. seemed I could tell from that review of like something has happened. Here. Yeah, it's um I mean it's an amazing play. Obviously, we've reviewed the movie as a Matreon movie, right? Um, and it's uh it, my my experience watching it because it's of such a time is especially all of the stuff about oh the the straight friend Alan coming over and everyone has to kind of straighten up, like, yep, I got so angry. Yeah. So many times watching this play, I got so angry. Yeah. And not like at the play, but at the dynamics that were real. Yeah, I know, I know. And that was, but, and then when, uh, when it starts to turn and Michael's just like not oh, having when it. when Michael starts to drink. And it was weird because there were moments oh. where I sympathized with him because I was frustrated with the games, which is ironic because he plays Because he games, plays the game. But the, all the other bullshit, the hiding, the, it was like... It's like, okay, well, it's all going to come out somehow. Yeah. All of this hiding, all of this closet shit. Yeah. I mean, what I I appreciate about the production is that I could still sense the love between all of them throughout it all. I agree. Um, But yeah, no. Jim Parsons plays a very vicious Michael. Yeah. And I feel like if... uh, I feel like if he was more vicious... Which I wanted. You wanted. Yeah. I disagree. If he was more vicious, we wouldn't have um, sympathized with him at the end. We've been like, mm-hmm. yeah, cry, bitch. Yeah. I. But, you know, then I think of the movie and he was super vicious. Yeah. But there weren't N words. No, no, no. But I think that that's that. But that's us in 2018. I get that. Yeah. But like. I mean that. I mean, he even made the Jew joke. Like, yeah. it was it was vicious. Oh yeah, I mean those jokes. I mean, they're I I to be the only black man in the room, mm-hmm. and then have somebody point it out, and then call. I mean, mm-hmm. like, but I don't need to sympathize. Where with Michael. Where is he? I don't need to feel bad for him at the end when he's crying. I you don't, don't need, need that. To. No, I I actually don't. When he like, I don't want to. You know, whatever. Spoilers. Whatever. It's not about the ending. It's not like the crying game. Right. There's not some surprise. Yeah. Um. And so when he leaves. I guess there's that sense of like Michael something happened that night. I've always felt with the boys in the band something that happened that night but it wasn't big enough to end anything. Sure. Right. And that's There was a it, shift. It was a shift but it's not permanent. Yeah. They'll see each other next weekend. Right. And they're, a, they're in their th- early yeah, 30s. And a couple weeks from now this is all going to they're going to go right back to the routine. Exactly. They're going to Fire Island it's going to be great. Yeah. And so I you know I don't I don't really need to like I don't ever feel like Michael grows in this play. Um, I think he does. I he think tries he to. I think he has a breakthrough at the end. Yeah, I think he realizes, "Oh my god. Here I am again." But cuz he stopped drinking and then he started again. And I just think that's not that's not the end of that cycle. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? All right. All right. That's very yeah. fair. Actually, you know what? I, I take it all back. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That's pro- he's probably quit drinking multiple times mm-hmm. and then went right back to crying. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, certainly my 20s, but, you know, where it's like, okay, I got to take a break from the drinking. Like, I'm not going to drink till the weekend. And I can't. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't resist. Yeah. Because it was like, 
you it, it's not about a one-time resolution it's not about like oh i finally get it now there's, there's a it's a product mm-hmm. of something yeah yeah uh yeah i i think that it's uh I mean, they took shots at him, or at least uh, um, Harold took shots at him oh. all night. So Zachary Quinto as Harold, I loved it. Me too. I thought uh, it was just so, so funny. It was yeah, very much like the movie. Very much so, but I love that. Yeah, I, me too. It's such a great way to interpret that character. Yeah. So um, many great lines. And there's something, because I remember... Who is she? Who was she? Who is she supposed to be? Right, but that... Because I think in the, the Ben Brantley review, it was like there's this kind of like it's like disconnected or like it kind of felt like he was kind of one note one note i saw multiple notes i did too he made choices harold it's such an interesting that's a real person to me and that like he's stoned he's stoned and he's just commenting i just knew who that was in the same way that i know who emery is yeah oh emery robin jesus was so good so good so best best one in the show yeah to the point that i was like i wasn't even worried about oh but the cliff gorman version because it's so indelible <laughs> yeah, right I know, I know. like you can't beat that but this ended up being its own indelible yes. version you know emory being puerto rican it was like oh this is a new story yes it's a whole new story definitely yeah and then the dynamic with him and bernard yes. is different and i thought that was so cool so much more sense mm-hmm. that that moment where michael's like you know why do you let him call you that why do you let why do you uncle tom him and all that you know it's in the movie it doesn't resonate as much that moment was super powerful yeah. this time. Like Bernard's whole thing of like, I give him that because that's the only thing he has over me. And I was right. like, wow. Fuck. That's a really bold statement to say that in the hierarchy, I'm a, I'm a black man, but I am passing in terms of masculinity. Yes. And he is a uh, Puerto Rican man who does not pass at all. Yes. So I win. Right. Rock, paper, scissors. Right. And that's real. Yeah. And that's a really like incredible comment in 1968 absolutely you know yeah and i don't know if he, i mean but emory crowley didn't intend for emory to be puerto rican no that but this the dynamic they created in this yes. production brilliant yeah and matt crowley was had a hand mm-hmm. in that but even then i think that the the what it was in the original was even that's an interesting point that this femme white guy is lower on the rung than the passing yes. black guy oh for sure you know and every gay man can understand that Everyone, get, every gay man knows every that's true man, because yes. they also know that the femme black man is like way at the bottom. Oh, for sure. So it says something that he can have that femme is the problem. Yes, femme is the problem because of misogyny. Yeah, yeah. yeah because the gay community does not have an internalized homophobia problem; they have a misogyny yes, problem. Exactly. It bears repeating. We've yes, said it often. We've said it before. Yeah. It's yeah. It it it. Yeah. It's so potent. Mm-hmm. It's so potent. It's it's potent in casting choices. It's potent in how um, straight women interact with us, mm-hmm. how straight men interact with us. Yeah, yeah. It's like how we interact with each other. Most importantly the, of the, all. The, the, the go-go boys mm-hmm. um, on Drag Race. Yeah. Um, everything. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's... We it's, don't want soft. We want hard. Yeah. It's how we interact with each other, I think, is where... Because... All those other people can think what they want, but so long as we perpetuate it and we keep doing it, it'll go on. That's right. It's, I mean, I'm going to say it. It's our problem. It's a gay, it's a gay. No, no, it's a problem. It's the queer community's problem. I'm going to say the gay, I'm going to say, I'm going to localize it. It's the gay male problem. Gay male problem. Yeah. This is not, I'm not going to put this on the transgender community. Right. Central problem. Yeah. This is our problem. I feel you. Um, You know, especially being white gay men. It's really our problem. Mm-hmm. We're we're really perpetuating it. Wait, you know what I mean? I, I, capital with W. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, speaking of uh, anyway, go see Boys in the Band. Yes. Before it closes. Yeah. Um, speaking of a uh, queer media, mm-hmm. um, Pose. 
on mm-hmm. FX. Uh, it's another Ryan Murphy production. Say what you want about Ryan Murphy. I'm hoping that there's less issues um, in terms of his dialogue writing, which I always have a problem with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this show, uh, finally, we have some really awesome stories to yeah. watch um some really great actors to watch um trans of color um young old mm-hmm. uh and 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 fun and uh, and in the 80s which i also loved yeah, yeah. um it, pose if you haven't seen the pilot yet the the i guess tonight is the second episode oh is it um but they're not all long like the pilot are they i don't think so yeah. i think it's an hour show mm-hmm. um the, the pilot uh is is fantastic. Just that whole, that first segment. Oh yeah, the whole first segment of the the stealing the looks from the Brooklyn uh. Museum, and I mean, at first, so I was like, okay, let's let's get into this. And at first, I was having the Ryan Murphy problem of like this dialogue. Yeah, this dialogue is, is terrible. So clunky. Like this mother has been written by like someone who doesn't know what right a human being talks. You yes. know what I mean? Like he doesn't yes. know how human beings talk. I can't uh. even say it. Um, I I. Uh, I I was like I almost was like I don't like this, and then when I like stayed yeah, with I, it, I, 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 it took me two chi- two mm-hmm. tries because yeah. I started and I'm like really, mm-hmm. and then I'm like oh no, you have to watch this. Right, it just it felt I was like oh, this doesn't feel this isn't this doesn't feel right. right. And then once it got going, and especially once we spent more time with Blanca. Oh my God, M J Rodriguez. I just oh, didn't you fall in love with her? For, like immediately. Uh, there's something like there's something special about her. There's something like in her eyes there's something of like oh you there's i you're saying ten thousand things at once yeah you know what i mean yeah i love her i just i like immediately was like, oh i love you yes and we got more time uh with billy porter no does he play the mc Pray tell. yeah oh what a, he's so good that's like an emmy nomination yes i would love to see that's blanca nominated yes I, I, and even oh india Moore, angel oh is that the the girl the, oh, the, the other prostitute. one. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, beautiful. Like, like that story was like. So, she always looks so fierce. Every shot, she looks so yeah. fucking fierce. And that a little dancer boy. Oh. Okay. When, <laughs> when the teacher after his audition hugged him. <gasps> Did you love it? <laughs> I was done. I was. I mean, I. You know, a two. To the credit, this got me very emotional many times. I just loved seeing this little family forming. Yeah, I know. And it was like, oh, when she fought for him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, when she when she went in there, yeah. and talked to the dance woman, yeah, and she was like, you don't know, you don't. I mean, to be told that this isn't that you aren't anything, right? Oh, that whole speech. Well, you know what I love is that that speech, and then there's one that she has with I can't remember his name, the the dancer. Yeah, the D. It, um, uh, Damon. Damon. When she's in the diner with him talking, what I love is it's these long, continuous shots. They don't cut. Yeah. They give her like long takes, and she's so good at that because there's lots of little nuances going on. Uh, it, it's like I just love when when shows, especially TV shows, because they're so quick edited. I love, especially Ryan Murphy, like to just pause. And let an actor yeah, do let their them thing. Sink it in. Yeah, don't because Ryan Murphy loves to have a lots of well, and I feel like Evan Peters and uh-huh. the James Vanderbeek stuff, like oh. it's all added in to, to comment on what was going on then, and I guess mm-hmm. to create this like dirty, gritty drama because there's yeah. going to be some drama. I mean, and, you know, I'm really worried. I guess the tension that's built with the Evan Peters character is like 
is he going to kill India more? Oh, yeah. What is that? What's it going to be? So I was concerned when I first heard about this. I was concerned the show was going to be, well, we will follow these nice white people into this dark world. And they changed that. Thank God. Yeah. Because that would have been so disappointing. And the way that they've done it instead, I'm actually kind of into it. I mean, I'm interested in what they're doing. I'm interested in his wife. She seems... Oh, Kate Mara. I have such a crush on her. Yeah. She was in the first season of American Horror Story. Oh, that's I right. I just love her. Yeah. Ugh. That scene with the lobster. She's an amazing actress. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Most she... people don't know that, but she is like an amazing actress. She was in um, uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, was she? Well, she th- played the Sue Storm. Because there's, there's Kate Mara and then her sister, Rumi Mara. Right, right. And I keep forgetting that. Mm-hmm. So, keep and Rumi's like super successful. Yes. She's in Carol and Girl yes. with the Dragon Tattoo. But Kate's great. Yeah. Kate's great. She, I, I just <laughs> got this vibe of like, oh, you're this like, you know, what, New Jersey girl or whatever. You're just this like tri-state area girl who's yeah. like, oh, this is what it feels like to be rich. Right. And you can kind of see, you see the connection with her and everybody else in the movie of like, oh, I see that she's doing an executive realness right now in her own way. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, um, yeah, no, I, I, I like her. Uh, I love her, actually. I love that actress. Um, I don't know how interested I am in that whole little storyline. Yeah. Like, we don't get much of it the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, oh, just even just Evan Peters in general with yeah. with uh, India. I'm just kind of like... Uh, that storyline I'm not as excited by. I'd like to see what... Uh, Kate Mara's storyline will be. I, I feel sure. like she's going to have her own. Sure. You know? Um, yeah, I guess the big critique I would have is that, like, these people's lives, yes, we're learning that it's a struggle, but um, it it's still Hollywood. It's still glossy. It's not It's not as, like, awful as probably it was. It, it needs to I be mean? a little bit grittier. Sure. It's so clean. It's very Ryan Murphy. Yes. And yeah. if you can, like, accept that, yeah. then it's fine. But, like, when you compare that to, like, the actual footage from like Paris is burning and you see them like you see what is it like Pepper talking Pepper LaBeija talking about being a house mom right. or house mother in that like living room with that gross blue wall uh-huh. and they're all like watching TV it's like that's what I picture yeah like Blanca's apartment right I was like that's that's, yeah, that's I know accurate. that pre-war New sure. York apartment sure you know oh yeah I've had that tub um, <laughs> you know I know that apartment and so uh, yeah it's I'm totally gonna keep watching okay I love that it's on TV. Oh my God. I love that it's like, I think I listened to some of Grizzly Kiki's episode where they talked about this uh-huh. and they were like, just the fact that like, I have access to this story right. on this level right. and with this kind of diversity, like just like not taking that for granted. I hope that Grizzly Kiki continues to review Pose mm-hmm. because, uh, I, I don't know. I, I love trust their judgment talk. more yeah, than ours. <laughs> yeah, with Pose for sure. Exactly. Yeah, especially because they do drag. Yeah, yeah they, they, I think they know it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, so I would love for them to keep doing it. Yeah. 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 Um, I also love Daniel's voice. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they're they're both great. I really, um, I I don't I sometimes I, I forget to listen to them because I don't listen to a lot of their recaps uh-huh. just because it's like yeah. you know what happened so I just like I get worn down I get um, but it's like oh yeah they do these other episodes where they're yeah. talking about all these yeah. other things and they, have, they have fabulous interviews yeah um, so yeah so I, I love Pose I'm really excited about it I'm really glad it's on TV me too totally recommend it yeah yeah um, what else Mary I think actually that might be everything i wanted I to uh just one last thing uh-huh. i wanted to give a big shout out to my friend kyle mitchell oh yeah kyle mitchell he's in the lion king um he and i went to high school together he is one of my the, my favorite people in the world 
he just made his drag debut at the Lori Beachman Theater. Oh. And a fundraiser for Broadway Bears. Mm-hmm. I will post the video. He uh, performed as his drag persona, Say La Vie, which is S E L A V. Oh, I love that. Say La Vie. Yeah. Um, he performed uh, Run to You by Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. And the entire song, he did the whole song. Oh, sure. But the entire song was a journey of him um, in a, in a tracksuit. Mm-hmm. As Whitney Houston running, uh huh. I have the image. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, with you know the, yep, the sweatband. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and going through with a race, and it is hilarious. Wow. Yes. All right. Cool. Good for him. Congratulations. Yes. I'm very proud of him. Yeah. Uh, and you know you can uh you can go see him in The Lion King, or you can just watch this video. And yeah. Or so who good. knows, season twelve. I know. Yeah. Uh, That's what they would say in Australia. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, Seal Award yeah, for yeah, season yeah. 12 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seal, Seal of B. B. Seal, Seal of B. B. Not Seal Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, Mary. Yeah, fun little <laughs> Australia story. All right, when, Mary. When I first went to... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, no, I, all right, Mary. All right, Mary. Nope, nope, nope. Um, <laughs> nope. Don't know where I am. Uh, back up. Uh, so when Poor I Blake. yeah yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sorry all those all those reviews have been I negated <laughs> when I first canceled yeah when I first studied abroad in Australia in like 2005 or six I like a long story arrived after 80 years of flying and was super tired needed to get something to eat went to like the campus like you know cafe and there was some guy there and he's like <clears throat> and he said something like. Oh yeah, what are you after? I was like, what am I after? I'm not after anything. Like, what yes. do you after? Yeah, like, what do you think I'm after? Yeah, yeah. bend over. Yeah, let me show see me your it. Canberra. Yeah, let me see the cranberry. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's get a little Tasmanian on you. So, um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I uh, I was like, I don't know. What do you got? And he's like, uh, I see. For at some point, he like rec- he suggested uh, something like potato jackets. I was like, what? Is a potato jacket. Just potato stings? Uh, skins? It's a potato skin. Okay. And as I thought about it, once he clarified, I was like, why don't we call them yeah, potato jackets? Potato jackets. Skins is so, it's so Hannibal Lecter. Yes, it is. It's like I'm going to eat these potato skins. Right, there's eyes on potatoes. Yeah, with the fava beans and a nice Chianti. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. Um, yeah, <laughs> potato jacket. Yeah, it's potato jackets. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I um, potato jacket realness. Potato jacket realness. So like, put on a cozy little potato jacket. There you yeah. Go. So I don't know our Aussie Marys who've left us so many positive reviews. Do you call them potato jackets? I I hope so. I never heard it again. <laughs> oh. I mean, I know about wedges and sour cream and sweet chili sauce. I know uh, about that. Okay. All right. That all shit's right. for real. All right, Mary. But that's all I gotta say about that. All right. Uh, so any other final last uh, thoughts? I think I think potato jackets is a great note. Okay, things on. All right, Mary. Yeah. Um, if you have any thoughts, Mary, uh, or any questions, you can reach out to us on Twitter at allrightmary. You can uh, email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. I'm Johnny. You can find me on Instagram at Johnny also. And I'm Colin, and you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker. And you can find both of us at patreon.com backslash all right mary uh colin's packing his bag right now. i well i'm just putting my i know i don't know why i'm doing that i, I guess because i have to pee so i'm like oh, okay. preparing myself to move you hopefully you're gonna pee clear i'm i'm a cheer for clear right, uh any holes a goal you know <laughs> um but yeah if you want more all right mary patreon.com backslash all right mary we have a good time yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and if you're having a good time then you head over, head over to itunes 
leave a review. There you go, Mary. Tell everyone why. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. it. Yeah. I love it. Well, Marys, we hope you have a great week. We will see you for this pseudo finale episode. Yeah. I, I'm going to be, be traveling. So we'll be Oh, yes. Rem- that's but, right. But the sound quality will be different, but it will be good. Not as bad as last week. That's right. <laughs> Uh, no, Colin and I are going to uh, are going to figure something out. It'll be fine. But I'm not worried about traveling. it. Where are you going? I am going to Fort Lauderdale. Oh my god! Yeah, for yeah. work or for vacation? Just for a little vacay. Okay. I'm just gonna go disappear for a little while. You gonna go get your kitty pounded, Mary? Maybe. <laughs> Meow. Well, hopefully not too much. Ow. Yeah. Oh, Take a couple well. aspirin beforehand. Um, no, I mean maybe. Uh, I guess any Fort Lauderdale Marys. Yeah. Let us know what drag shows Colin. Yeah. Should see. Where should I go? What should I do? Um, Cool, good for you, Mary. Yeah, um, yeah I'm super excited. Uh, treat and, yourself. Yeah, and then we're going to take a little staycation afterwards, so I'll be around. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and then I'll start a new job at the same company after that. Oh, you got a little reprieve. I got a little reprieve, and then I start my new role uh, the last week of the month. Okay. So life is, June is busting out. Put some butter on that roll. Oh, yeah, let it melt. <laughs> You'll appreciate it. On that, Mary's, we will see you next week. Bye.